Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers, welcome to Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. You can find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh. Sundays around 12, I try to give stardom or sitem advice. I try to give some kind of advice to help you out. Sometimes I help, sometimes I don't. Whatever you need, I can try my best. That's all I can give you is my best. And just to remember, Fantasy Fever is brought to you by the DMV Sports Network. Check out the DMV Sports Network for all kinds of podcasts like Fantasy Fever podcast is on there and many more. So definitely go check out DMV Sports Network. So I was thinking earlier this week, it's only Tuesday. I was thinking yesterday. Tuesday when I'm recording this uh, I'll record a little bit more tomorrow night and um, this will be released like Thursday morning but yeah I was thinking um, it's one thing that life teaches you and that's to adapt you have to adapt to everything you have to adapt to change in your life you have to adapt to tragedy You have to adapt to a lot of different things. You adapt to your scenery. And that's that's, that's one thing that life definitely can teach you. And if you don't adapt, then life itself will break you. So, you know, um, some people do well with adapting. And some people don't do so well with adapting. All in all, I think adapting is evolution or adapting equals evolution so if you adapt you can either evolve in a positive way or you can evolve in a bad way very important very important to understand that Adapting equals evolution. And that's is deeper than you may think, but it's very true. Adapting is equals evolution. So with fantasy football, you have to adapt. You have to because it's going to throw you something different every single week from the start of the season all the way to the end of the season it's gonna it's gonna throw you something different and you're gonna be like oh man again what am I gonna do you you have to adapt and as you adapt your fantasy football team will evolve to something good or bad Um, Sometimes you can adapt and make your way to the playoffs and possibly a championship. And 
and sometimes you can adapt and continue to lose. So I say this because it's been a lot of quarterbacks to go down this year. Started off with Andrew Luck stepping completely away from the game. Um, this past weekend, we lost Ben Roethlisberger for the season with the elbow injury. We lost Drew Brees for about six weeks with a thumb injury. Um, we lost Sam Darnold last week to Mono, Mono, Mono Nucleus, the kissing disease. Uh, however, he said he was feeling, but he's back in the facility today, so I'm guessing he's feeling a little bit better. But the biggest thing is um, the fear of get, taking a hit and rupturing the spleen. So, and you can die if that happens. So they don't really want to rush him back. But he uh, he was back in the facility today, and we'll see how the, how that works out in the next couple of weeks. However, the Jets also lost Trevor Simeon. He tore a couple ligaments in his ankle last in last night's Monday Night Football game. So they're down to their third-string quarterback, and they get to play the New England Patriots, who whose defense looks very scary. And if you uh, happen to draft them, like I did, then you know what that defense is all about. I knew after the Super Bowl what that defense was all about and what it was going to be about this year. So with these all these quarterbacks going down, it's, it's, it's arguably one of the mo- most important po- positions in fantasy football next to running back. It's a position that you have to learn how to adapt. So... I will give you my best advice for how to fix your more than likely quarterback issues. And we'll, we'll go from there. But yes, adapting equals evolution. Here we go. With our wavy pickups of the week. Definitely going to be quarterback heavy because of the circumstances of all of these injuries. Here we go. Hopefully you drafted well at the quarterback position and you got a decent backup quarterback. If not, if you have, of course, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton, or Eli Manning. If you really, if you drafted Eli Manning, you probably should have gave your drafting rights up to somebody else to do it for you. But um, all four of these guys, backup quarterback. So you got Daniel Jones for the the New York Giants. Since they're going to be sitting Eli Manning now, finally, 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 they sat this man down. Uh, they got Daniel Jones. He has weapons. Now, if the offensive line is going to protect him, this is another thing. But he has arguably one of the better, best running backs in the in the uh, NFL right now. And Saquon Barkley, great tight end. Evan Ingram, 
Who knows if uh, Sterling Shepard's going to play this week. But uh, he, he has decent weapons. So uh, Daniel Jones may not be a bad play if, you, if you're quarterback needy, if you lost one of these four guys. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, of course, uh, everybody knows his story. He started maybe like a year or two years in Minnesota. Tore up his knee real bad. Thought his career was over. Um, then he signed down in uh, New Orleans, or he played with the. Unless he played with the Ravens. I think he played with the Ravens. Yeah. Then he got traded to New Orleans. So um, he's been the backup at New Orleans for a couple years. So he knows the offense. If he's really been back there studying with Drew and and doing what he has had to do um, in order to. You know, be a serviceable serviceable backup. However, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he had the opportunity, and I'm gonna look this up real fast. He had the opportunity last year to fill in for Drew Brees at the end of the year, and I don't think he did so hot. I do not think he did so hot, and. It looks like 17 for 30, 165 yards, and zero touchdowns um, in the game that he had a chance to start in last year, which was against... Let's see... It was against, I lied. It was Carolina. His stats were 14 for 22, 118 yards. He threw a touchdown and an interception. That was December 30th. Uh, It probably just, you know, uh, ended a regular season and just trying to Get these guys out of out of the way here. So uh, give give Drew Brees some time to rest up for the playoffs. But um, he didn't he didn't play too hot. I don't think there. And they lost the game thirty three to fourteen. So, um, however, he will be playing with the big weapons this week. He'll have um Alvin Kamara. He'll have um the wide receiver. I can't. Michael Thomas, he'll have Michael Thomas. He'll he'll have all his big weapons. So let's see if he'll do a little bit better now that he's getting a chance to start. Um, I I picked him up because I'm actually quarter. I lost Ben Roethlisberger. Didn't know if uh, I don't know why I didn't go for Mason Rudolph, but um, Teddy's been in the league for a while now. He's he's more of a veteran now, so I I kind of like. Teddy this week um I think he'll he'll do if if he did what he is supposed to do while being a, a good backup he'll do really well and they're gonna be playing Seattle at Seattle this weekend so we don't really know how that's gonna go um with that pass rush over Seattle's been giving up quite a bit of uh yards this year um so it could be a good game but they're playing up there with the 12th man so it could be it could be tough either way um teddy bridgewater is going to be on the wavy pickups this week also mason rudolph 
if you don't know much about him, kid went to Oklahoma State, and he's everybody knows about the Big Twelve offenses. They they like to throw the ball a lot, so averaged around forty five hundred yards last two seasons. So another little tidbit. Um, James Washington, that plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers, was his wide receiver at Oklahoma State. So if he's flying around out there on your waiver wire, go pick up James James Washington. Good deep threat, and he already has a decent rapport with Mason Rudolph. I'm not sure what's going on with Cam Newton. Who knows if he's going to play, but if he does, he's already been playing pretty sloppy the last couple games. Um... Cam Newton had some foot soreness the last uh, since the last Thursday's game. However, his backup is a guy by the name is Kyle Allen, a guy named of Kyle Allen. I don't know much about Kyle. Um, this team, this team looks pretty rough this year. So um, I'd probably stay away from Kyle if I was you. Um. One of my favorite plays this week is possibly Frank Gore. The starting running back is banged up a little bit with the hamstring issue. So everybody knows old man Frank Gore. He still got it. Um, If you need a running back, I know Frank Gore is out there on the waiver wires for sure. So feel free to get out there and, and pick up Frank Gore because Buffalo Bills are actually solid. They're a solid team, well-coached team. They're playing the Bengals this week. Real good matchup. Bengals at home. Frank Gore should get around 20-plus carries if he's starting this week with Devin Singletary out. So I'd go for Frank Gore on the waiver wire pickups. It's one of my favorite pickups this week. I kind of struggled between him and Darwin Thomas. First two running backs in Kansas City are banged up. Shady McCoy and Damian Williams. They're both banged up a little bit, but both probably and more likely will go. Um, But Darwin Thompson is out there. Somebody you may want to stash in deep leaks. Um, I hate to say it, but I... Possibly everybody on the Kansas City offense is a must start. It seems like everybody's getting the ball. So my next person is Demarcus Robinson, who pretty much lit it up last week for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I I don't really know how to, you know, because I last week I had Miko Hardman on, on my wavy pickups. Um, I'd say, you know, just <laughs> if you got a Kansas City guy on your team, go ahead and start him. Because, I mean, it, it, Patrick Mahomes is like a point guard. He's like a a really, really good distributing point guard. And he just gets the ball to everybody, which is just insane. And I, th- and I know everybody just kind of 
bros out to Patrick Mahomes and they like Ugh, just just drooling all over the place. Oh my god, he's so awesome. He's the greatest. He's so cool. Curly hair. And he's amazing. Did you see the no look pass? Nobody can do that. My quarterback Patrick can. Oh my god. Yeah, it's just it's just it's a bit annoying, but I mean those guys are good, man. They're good. I I can't can't deny it. The um Kansas City Chiefs are extremely good. They get a taste of a little bit of a real defense this this week against the Baltimore Ravens, so I'm looking forward to that. And who else do we have on the waiver wire pickups? I honestly maybe I'm a little early on Will Disley. Maybe I'm a little late. I remember he was on my waiver wire pickups last year. I'm not sure which week, but he was on there for one week or so. And Will Disley is a, um, I want to say he's a Washington native, plays for the Seattle Seahawks. And he's actually one of Russell's favorite targets right now. He had two touchdowns last week, so... I honestly would give this guy a spin if you're tight end needy. Um, I know David Njoku was out last night. Thank God I already had that game in hand. Speaking of games in hand, um, Le'Veon Bell, man, you can't be fumbling the ball. When you, when you have a good run, you can't fumble the ball. I lost the game. I like Point five, like, <laughs> how does that happen? How does that happen? Fumbles. That's how that happens. But yes, do not, you know, don't fumble the ball, man. I can't be out here losing and and getting talked about on Twitter. Just I had that game in hand. I survived the Patrick Mahomes. You know, I ah. Ah, but still, and I see, I see that one and one. It just irks me. It irks me to know that I lost by a, a, a half a point. But yes, Will Disley. If you need a tight end, I'm not sure if David Njoku is going to go this week. Um, he's a Will Disley's a good pickup for you to have. And that is going to be my wavy pickups for week three. Come to think of it, um, I actually survived on my homicide. Yes, that's what I'm going to call it from now on. Every time you play Patrick Mahomes and you have to play Patrick Mahomes, it's a Mahomicide that you have to survive. Just want to make sure that you know. Fantasy Fever is brought to you by the DMV Sports Network. You can find plenty of other good podcasts on the DMV Sports Network or wherever you go to get your podcasts. Um, one of my favorites is the Mob Town Blitz. Also, I really, really, really love the DMV Dispute. Both of these are weekly podcasts so do check out the latest episodes on those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts along with the 
Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. Hey, what time is it? It's time to eat. So this week on Feed Me Five, I have five players that you just probably wouldn't see anywhere else, but you're going to see them here on Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway, of course. And without further ado, here is my Feed Me Five for week three of the NFL season. And we're going to start off at the quarterback position with nobody, none other than Mr. You like that? You like that? That's right. Kirk Cousins. He has had a very slippery season so far. Started out with the first game, only 10 throws. Uh, Yeah, you don't typically see that in the 2019 NFL. Looks like... 19, yeah, 1990, 1980, quarterbacking. But nowadays, you typically see at least 30, 30 passes from your starting quarterback. I'm, pick, I'm going to pick Kirk Cousins this week to kind of break out of the slump that he's been in the last couple weeks to start the season. Um, they're going to be going against a Raiders team. They don't play uh, – this Raiders team doesn't play half bad on defense. Um However, uh, it's a East Coast game. Anytime you get these West Coast teams popping over to the East Coast, they typically don't play well because they're um, that one o'clock time slot is basically ten o'clock in the morning on the West Coast for them. So um, they're not used to that timing. But I'm gonna go with Kirk Cousins to break out of his slump against the Oakland Raiders this week. Um, if you have him on your team, do start him. He won't have quite Patrick Mahomes style numbers, but I think he will give you at least 250 and two and a half touchdowns this week. So go with Kirk Cousins and start him and be happy about starting him. One of my favorite picks, he was on my wavy pickups at the running back position that I spoke about earlier, Frank Gore. I really like this matchup this week, and even if Devin Singletary is going to be out this week, even if he isn't, I still think Frank Gore is going to get the bulk of the carries this week for the Buffalo Bills playing their first home game against the Cincinnati Bengals, who have given up. 331 yards on the ground the first two games of the season. Let's just say their rushing defense isn't that great. So a lot of that came last week against the um, the running backs from the San Francisco 49ers. So um, I do like Frank Gore this week to have at least 89 yards and a touchdown against the... Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, one of my uh, favorite players the last year, he was a rookie last year at the wide receiver position. I'm going to be picking Christian Kirk, who broke out last week for 114 yards against the Ravens. If he can do that against the Ravens, I think he can do it again this week. While Kyler Murray and the and the uh, air raid offense that they're doing, I saw a nice stat earlier today 
that they are using 54% of no huddle in their offense. And the next closest is Atlanta at 19% of no huddle offense. So I think if they can do what they did against the Ravens secondary last week, I think they can do it against Carolina again this week at home and pick up that first W of the year against a Carolina team that's possibly going to be Cam Newtonless. And the defense isn't that great this year. It doesn't seem like, well, the defense actually played fairly well against the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. They just didn't get it done in the end. But I'm going to be picking Christian Kirk to have another great week. I do remember the Carolina Panthers did give up 100 plus yards to Chris Godwin. So I think Christian Kirk will do it again this week. He's going to have 130 yards and a long 30 to 40 yard touchdown. So put Christian Kirk in your starting position. And funny thing about him, he's still on the waiver wires. I was high on him last year, but they just didn't have a quarterback that could get it done for them last year. This year they have Kyler Murray, who I actually sat and watched play last week. That kid can zip it. Man, his arm is great. And and his footwork isn't all that, I don't think. But the way he whips that ball, it is amazing. He can he can whip it off two feet, one feet, just doesn't matter. Almost Patrick Mahonish. If he gets a little bit better in this league in the second year, I think he could be really, really, really good. But that's just foreshadowing. But we'll see how that works out. He's still a little small, gets a lot of balls batted down. But, you know, Kyler Murray, he's he's doing good so far in the NFL. Um, So for my next pick... Uh, I'm gonna. I'm kind of picking like dogs, all dogs this week, all dogs. But um, at the tight end position, O.J. Howard, who has had a pretty, pretty bad season so far. Um, a lot of that is is the new offense that Bruce Arians brought in, and a lot of it is also Jameis Winston, who's just he's just all over the place and. Wish he, I don't know if he doesn't take the game seriously or, or what, but I wish he'd do something better. Um, but this week they're going against the New York Giants team that's given has given up two touchdowns to tight ends already this year. So I think OJ Howard, who's a, is a freak athlete himself at the tight end position, I think he's finally going to break out this week and give us at least. 50 yards and two touchdowns this week at the tight end position, which is going to be great because that position is not the same since Gronk left last year. So um, always looking for a star at the tight end position. Darren Waller has done that for Oakland so far, and I'm hoping OJ Howard can break out this week and look like he looked last year before he got hurt. And at the defense for the Feed Me Five, I'm going to go with nobody, none other than, look, I can I can pick whoever plays Miami every single week. Um, they just, they look bad. And Dallas, uh, they're, they're a 22-point favorite against a, a um, team in Miami, which is 
unheard of in the in the NFL. You typically don't see teams being favored by 22 points. That's that's college football stuff. So um uh, I I can pick whoever plays Miami each each week to be my defense of the week, but I'm not gonna do that this week. If if you want to play a defense, play Dallas defense. There you go. That's that's not a part of my Femi five. But if you just need a defense, go ahead and play Dallas defense. They're they're gonna smack them around in their home game this this week. Um, but I'm gonna be picking. The Chicago Bears, I think they're going to, unfortunately, it's a Monday night game. I think the Chicago Bears are going to have their way with the Washington Redskins this week on live television. Those Monday night games just haven't been what they need to be. And um, the Chicago Bears got a surprising win last week against the Denver Broncos, which I actually picked the Broncos to win because they knew Mitchell Trubisky so well, but uh, the coach knew Mitchell Trubisky so well. However, they didn't get it done. Uh, Panero, the kicker, came through in the end and won that game for them, along with just great defense. Uh, Joe Flacco, he just he just makes horrible decisions in bad times. They had the, the opportunity to put that game away on the goal line. He, throw interception. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But the shot, that's just the Chicago Bears defense. They weren't going to give up a touchdown anyway. But um, Chicago Bears defense is a part of my Feed Me Five this week. And that is my Feed Me Five for week three. And I think we have some good players. Actually, we have quite a few dogs this week. I mean, I think O.J. Howard up to this point hasn't done it much. Frank Gore, eh, he hasn't done much. And Kirk Cousins, damn sure, hasn't done much. So, uh, all dogs this week. But I think after you finish eating with this, you are going to be extremely full. All right, before we wrap it up here uh, on another episode of Fantasy Fever, just want to let you know of a couple of injuries that you do need to be aware of before you make your starting lineup situations this week. Um, One that I saw was David Njoku today has some kind of wrist issue along with a concussion that he had on Monday Night Football. So he's getting second um, second opinions about that injury. So be on the lookout for that. He may be a droppable player if he has to do the surgery thing on his wrist. So keep looking at that. Uh, Marlon Mack had some calf stuff going on. Jimmy Graham had some groin issue going, which I I think most of this stuff is going to be veteran days for those two guys. Marlon Mack has gotten a lot of carries. He's gotten just a a workhorse load at the first two weeks of the season. He's kind of on the smaller side for a running back, but uh, he's a little bit bigger than... Most of the smaller, he, he's bigger than Alvin Kamara. 
So uh, just be on the lookout for that. More likely, he didn't practice today. Um, it's more likely it's just veteran day for them. Cam Newton also didn't practice. Uh, he ag- re-aggravated a foot injury from training camp. Uh, if he doesn't play, Kyle Allen will be the starting quarterback. As I spoke of earlier, I don't really know much about Kyle Allen. I do remember he was big time in high school, kind of bounced around in college, but he was I know he was big time in high school. Another situation to be looking at is the Kansas City Chiefs running back situation. Shady and Damian Williams both have some kind of injuries going on. Uh, Damian Williams has a knee issue. Shady has an ankle issue going. If you need somebody, uh, Darwin Thompson is going to be the guy that's more likely going to step in for them if those two guys don't go. Michael Gallup looks to be down for a couple weeks after having a knee scope done this week. I think it was yesterday or maybe today that knee scope. It was yesterday the knee scope was done. Um, He's going to be down for a couple weeks. Uh, Devin Smith or old school Randall Cobb will be good pickups for that if they're available. Um, They'll be good options to put on your starting lineup for the week. Um, The Deshaun Jackson, I don't. He's not gonna go. He's gonna be out for about two weeks. This, uh, this, uh, with the injury to his groin, he has a couple things going on. I think he has a core issue as well. But the um, the starting the receiver that's gonna be getting some burn for them is going to be Alshon Jeffrey. Will should be playing this week. But uh, just just keep an eye on Alshon. However, I do like for this week a kid who had some chance to get some burn last week with the most of the receivers going down. His name is JJ Arcega Whiteside. He should be getting burned on the other side of Alshon Jeffrey and also Mac Hollins, who's been there a couple of uh, years, and, of course, Nelson Aguilar. But those are guys that you want to take a look at. Um, and, of course, you know all the quarterbacks this out. Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. Spoke about those to open up the, the uh, podcast. So just... Make sure you check out the injury report. Um, you know who I like to check out when I when I have information on Twitter. I like to go to the Twitter and check out my guys over at. Uh, you can check out Dr. Jess Jesse Morse for one at Dr. Jesse Morse. He's one of the good guys to go to. He runs the the Fantasy DRS, which stands for doctors, if you didn't know. But uh, check them out to stay up to date. Become a paying member, and you can get very, very good explanations on the injuries so you'll have a better understanding of what's actually hurting on these guys. A lot of people say, oh, he just rolled his ankle. He's not really hurt. Well, he, he, he rolled his ankle, but he also tore a couple ligaments, so you really can't go on torn ligaments now, can you? 
So um, check out the Fantasy Doctors or yeah, the Fantasy Doctors on Twitter to stay up to date with the the um, injuries. And these guys, um, they 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 put out these very informative videos about the the um the injuries of these players so if you don't work in the medical field you'll have a better understanding of of what's what's going on with the players so um tom brady was out today also with the he was limited at practice today with the calf injury um something to keep an eye on but it's if it's tom he's he's definitely gonna go but they may um they may be a little bit ginger with them this this week against the Jets since they're also 22 point favorites and that's my injury news for the week so I just want you to make sure that you're up to date on injuries and one last thing before we get out of here I do want to touch back on it it is National Suicide Awareness Month make sure that you do Talk to people. Like I said last week, make sure you just, if you have an opportunity to see somebody that's hurting, talk to them. Just, just talk to them and, and, and get to know them better. Get to know where they're at mentally. Um, some people may just not be there all mentally and, and they may be going through a struggle that you will never know. And you never know that people have issues even though they wear a smile on their face, those mean people hurt and you, you'll never know it. And, and you just, just talk to them. And these people, most sometimes they won't talk to you. But, you know, uh, the best thing to do is just talk to them. Make them smile a little bit and just make them feel like, hey, man, I mean, I'm, I'm here for you. So um, definitely people need other people if you didn't know that um i saw a dope t-shirt this week um about people needing other people so definitely um just just know that suicide awareness is something that we should definitely be aware of for sure and uh thank you for tuning in to fantasy fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. Oh yeah. Don't catch a Mahomicide this week. Bye bye. <laughs>